0: Praise. God specializes. God specializes. God specializes. I come to speak to someone this morning who has been dealing with an impossible situation. It has seemed like the weight of the world has been on your shoulders. It has felt like you cannot find a way of escape. It has felt like you cannot make it through. God has sent me to tell you that He specializes. How are you making it? God specializes. How are you dealing with it? God specializes. How are you standing here right now? God specializes. How do you keep on walking this walk? God specializes i to tell somebody I got a specialist and I got him on feet down so that whenever I hit one, one, one one way to the Father I can call Jesus. Okay. See, you don't need a specialist if you don't have an impossible situation you only need a specialist thank you praise team you only need a specialist when you have a diagnosis that your primary care physician cannot handle you only need a specialist when you're dealing with a situation that has not changed but i come to tell you see i felt that in my son though y'all almost made me go too fast I felt that thing you only need a specialist when it's impossible you need a witness ask, uh Mary and Martha at the tomb of Jesus you need a witness ask blind Bartimaeus you need a witness ask the man at the pool of Bethesda you need a witness ask Cyrus' daughter oh but when you have impossible situation you need a possible God Isaiah 43 and 1 Hey, hey, hey Isaiah 43 and 1 Oh, Shama. All right, all right Come, Somebody's here is dealing with something. Let me tell you, God will lead the 99 to come for that one. He'll change a whole sermon to come after the one person that's in an impossible situation. And you need God to come through. You don't need to wait. You need him now. I need you now. He'll come through. I didn't come to play games with Satan. I didn't come to play games with people that need to be pumped. I come to church and bring a word for someone who's been sitting in the balance, waiting on God, I need you to speak to me. I feel my help already. Isaiah 43 and one. The word says, But now, thus saith the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. You are mine this is it when you pass through the waters I'll be with you and through the rivers they shall not overflow you when you walk through the fire you shall not be burned nor shall the flame scorch you for I am the Lord your God I want to read that to you in the message version Hallelujah. The message version says it like this. But now, God's message. The God who made you in the first place, Jacob. The one who got you started, Israel. Don't be afraid. I've redeemed you. I've called you by your name. Somebody say, I'm glad he knows my name. I called your name your mind. And this is the part I really like. When you're in over your head, I'll be there with you. When you're in rough waters, you will not go down. When you're between a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end. Because I am God. I am I am God, I am that I am I I am God I am everything that you need I am everything you could ever hope for I am God and this is it, your personal God is it up there? Ah! your personal God. Anybody ever needed a personal God? I know that grandma's God is alright. I know that mama's God is alright. I know daddy's God is alright. I know, I know sister's God is alright. But there will be times in your life when you need a personal God. I, I need a personal God. God has a way of singling you out and yes. making you feel like he got all your attention. It's all about you you i need a personal jesus the holy one of israel your savior verse number 19 in the new king james version says behold i will do a new thing now it shall spring forth shall ye not know it I will even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Come on, you can be seated in here. We're going to go through this thing. God has sent me here to tell you this morning, there is the danger of staying the same. They say, the danger of staying the same oh that is a boast worthy human expression for one to explain to someone else about you that you are the same person. Mm. Uh, they boast, and it, it is a wonderful thing for someone to tell someone they never change. they the, they the same person. Who you get today is the same person you're going to get tomorrow. Who you get next week, it's the same person. They've been that way since high school. She's been that way since high school, and I'm here to tell you that I like People that stay the same I don't want to guess who you are when I meet you I don't want to guess who you are when I call on the phone I don't know which one of you I'm going to get I don't know I don't know who I'm sitting to in the yeah. service I don't know if I'm sitting with Sister Cornbread Sister Cornbread uh, uh, Are you Sister Cornbread today? Or are you Sister Sweetbread today? Or are you Sister Salty Bread today? Uh, people that stay the same I like them Trying to figure out which you you are today I like people that stay the same Because people will change People will change So on some levels I can appreciate those who are the same And people that know me I know it's somebody out there saying Now Sean you're the one You're the one with Sean number You, you're the one that changed. You, you're the one that has shun number one, number two, number three, number four. And so I'm coming down my own street this morning. Oh, because sometimes the difference between mine and yours is yours is involuntary and my different shuns are on purpose. Because some people require a different response. Y'all ain't going to talk to me this morning. Some people you deal with require a different response. God even deals with us that way. He may deal with you one way, but then when he get over here, he deals with you another way, and he responds to you in a different way because he understands the power of relationship. My relationship with you may require something else, but this knucklehead over here, requires a little swifter response. One word that shudders us in Christianity, in Christendom, is the word change. How can something so inevitable cause so much anxiety and controversy. How can this one little small word cause so much anxiety in a person? Uh, seasons change, uh, looks change, uh, careers change, attitudes change. Your age will change, uh, people will change, but the Church of the Living God. See, I didn't get no response there because the people of God have a hard time with the word change. They don't like when things have to change. Now, for thousands of years, thousands of years, uh, the people of God have struggled with change. And that's probably primarily due because all change is not good change. Beyond popular belief, all change is not good change. If you take and allow yourself to walk down memory lane just a few years ago in 2016, you'll find out that there was a change that sent this whole nation into chaos. That'll catch up with some of you that keep up with things. Oh, but no matter what happens, you can rest assured that Things will change. That a change will come. I can hear Sam Cook in my mind. It's been a long time coming, but I know a change is going to come. Genesis 8:22 tells us: while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, daytime and nighttime. God was telling us way back in the beginning uh, that I have set it up uh, that in every day you'll experience a change Uh, you won't stay in daytime 24 hours uh, and you won't be in nighttime 24 hours Uh, he set it up so that you can become accustomed to change Israel struggled Struggled with change even all the way back in the days of Moses. In Exodus 16, it says, If only we had died in Egypt. They didn't like change. They said at least we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. You have brought us into this wilderness to starve to death. Oh, we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food that we wanted. But when you came as our deliverer, brought us into the wilderness, you brought us out here to die. We should go God rains down manna from heaven and and gives them quail to eat. and he says I know I know listen I know that you have been enslaved for over 400 years and I know that you've been in slavery and you have a a slave mentality some of us even today we still have a slave mentality to the things that had us bound in the world and now we still feel like we are a slave to what was God has said I know that you have this slave mentality but if you do not go through this change that I'm about to take you through see I'm trying to get you to a land that's flowing with milk and honey I'm trying to give you your own land I know it hurts right now but if you go through the process of change you'll be better later I know it hurts now but when you come through it it'll get greater later The specialist had arrived. <laughs> oh, God had arrived to bring them out. And then comes hundreds of years later the eagle Eye prophet Isaiah. He comes along hundreds of years dur- later during the Babylonian captivity. He came to remind them. And it took me back to the scripture where uh, the psalm that David said, I will look unto the hills from whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. And when you study that scripture, you find out that many believe that David wrote that psalm because he was looking back. Oh, he was looking back at what God had already done. Have you ever needed a reminder? Do you remember, somebody say Michael Jackson, do you remember the time? Do you remember the time you were struggling but God made a way? Do you remember the time when you were sick and he healed your body? Do you remember the time when you were broken, didn't know how your bills were gonna get paid? God came through. Do you remember when you didn't have a job but God made a way? Do you remember when you foreclosed on a home but you still had a roof over your head? Do you remember? Isaiah comes to remind them that as, it, as I was with you in the Red Sea... I was with you in the waters of the Red Sea. I'm with you now. I was with you when we split the waters of Jordan. And I'm with you now. I was with you in the desert. And I'm with you now. I'm with you now. When you were in over your head, I was there. When you were in rough waters, I was there. When you were stuck between a rock and a hard place, I was there. It was not a dead end for you. God don't have dead ends. If the end is dead, he can speak it alive. He'll make a way. But, but, but this was only a reminder. He said, we cannot stay where we was or we'll never get to where we're going. He says, we cannot stay there. I want you to remember that, but I don't want you to keep living in that. Remember the time, but don't keep repeating the time. I'm so afraid that we'll get stuck in what was. He says, I want you to remember that. So that if you can build on it as a foundation for what I'm about to do this next round. I don't want you to get stuck in where you were. And I'm mighty afraid that after we have gone through a whole year plus of being in a pandemic. There are still some that are hungry to go back to the same thing. Ah! Oh, God Almighty, after we have gone through doors being closed, you want to go back to the same because you are addicted to the same. I'm mighty afraid that after we've had to put our minds together and create ways to stream, create ways to reach people that could not come through the doors, business doors were shut places were shut down arenas were shut down oh but when we come out doors of the church were closed. But I have to uh, remind them, baby, the doors of the church weren't closed. The building may have been closed. But the kingdom was still open. The kingdom never shut its doors. The kingdom suffered violence and the violent taken by force. Tell somebody, don't go back to the same. Don't go back to the same mode of thinking. Don't go back to doing service the same way. Don't go back to operating the same way. Don't go back to being the same way. Behold, I will do a... Everybody say new thing. He says, Behold, I'll do a new thing. It shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I'll make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Uh, he says if you're looking for me To part the Red Sea again I ain't doing that again I already did that I want you to remember that But I'm not doing that If you're looking for me uh, To part the Red Sea And you walk in on dry land I've already done that You're going to miss me If you're looking for that same manner From heaven you're going to miss me God is not in the walls He's on the ground So, you got to remember that when they walked through the Red Sea, the walls of the sea, the water went up like a wall on both sides. That's what the Bible says. Y'all remember the movie. <laughs> And the walls were on both sides of the water of, of the children of Israel. It was like a barrier so that they can come through on dry land. God is saying this time I'm not coming on the wall. I'm coming through the ground and it shall spring forth. He said I'll bring the river to where you are now. I'll make a road in the desert for you now. Oh, Where you wondered the last time you don't have to wonder no more. Oh if you win your circled the mountain, uh, you don't have to circle no more because I'm coming in a new way. What blocked you then is going to be your blessing now. Now, somebody needs to take that home, pack it in your purse, put it in your wallet, put it in your phone, so that you can rehearse that thing to yourself once more again, so that you can tell yourself that God is coming in a new way. What was my barrier is now my blessing. God said, don't get addicted to what was. Don't get addicted to what was. That's how the church missed Jesus the first time. They were so addicted to what had been, to the mind frame of what they were conditioned to be. They looked for their Messiah in the wrong place. Oh, my God. They were looking for a king, and they got a lamb. They were looking for a king in all his splendor, but they got a servant. Oh, so they missed him. They were looking for him to be armored up. They were looking for him to come with broad shoulders like Saul did a head above, or oh, everybody else. They were coming looking for him in the same way that other kings had come. Oh, but God said, if you're going to catch me in this next." move in your life in this church you gotta look for me in a different way I'm not coming that way again I'm not coming the same way that I've been coming see the children of Israel were in captivity and I don't know what has held you captive I don't know what you've experienced in your life. (laughs) And we bringing it down. We bringing it down. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know what you are facing that you're looking for God to do it like he did it before. I can't give you examples Because you have to think back for yourself and say, God, I'm so used to you moving in this way. I'm so used to you making a way this way. I'm so used to having to struggle. Some people are so used to struggling that they create struggle even when God blesses them to come out. They're so addicted to chaos and turmoil that when there is no chaos and turmoil, they feel like something is wrong, so they inadvertently create it again because they are comfortable in what was. God is saying to us, don't come out of this pandemic Don't come back to New Bethel Church and expect everything to be the same. Some people may have come back and they came in these doors and that big cross wasn't up there. And they were like, that's a representation. They didn't took down the representation of Jesus. He died on the cross for my sins. They're getting away from the gospel. You know, people go in deep. When Jesus is saying, I ain't even on that cross no more. I got. the organ was moved over here now and these panels is up there and they thought oh they, they, they doing too much but God is saying I'm not in what was I'm in what is and what is to be so open your mind up cause God is about to shake the ground He's finna shake it to where that old crusty stuff has dropped off. And he's doing a new thing. He's not about to do a new thing. He's doing a new thing. And it is time for you to embrace it. He's still performing miracles, but he's doing it in a different way this time you may not have to have hands laid on you this time he'll speak the word and you'll be healed laying in your bed at night and wake up in the morning and say what happened to me he's not in the waters of the red sea no more God is saying I know you're in captivity but stay right there I'm not sending Moses This time, I'm going to bring the water through the desert to right where you are. He said, don't move, don't move. I don't know who that is for, but don't move, don't move, don't move. Stay right there. He's about to bring the water to you. You ain't got to go and take your bucket to get the water. I'm bringing it to you. Because I'm still a way maker. I'm still a miracle worker. I'm still a promise keeper. I'm still a light in the darkness. My God! That's still who you are. The danger of staying the same as the altar workers are coming and the praise team is coming. Somebody may be stuck in the balance, wondering, God, what am I doing in this place? God is saying, stay right there. I got you right where I want you. I'm bringing the water to you. But you have to not stay the same. There's a danger in it. I know we like the same. But God is saying, I want to perform a miracle in a different way in your life. (laughs) Somebody may be here in this early morning service that's saying, God, I have been doing it the same way, trying to make ends, bring ends together. I've been trying to do it all myself without you. Today, I realize that I can't do it without you. I need you to make a way for me. If that's you, the altar is open for you. Maybe you're saying, I have not even given my life to you, but I realize now, God, you're not in what was, but you're trying to get me to what is and what is to be. Our altar workers are here for you right now. Maybe there's someone here that's saying, God, I may not need to come to the altar, but if you just speak a word over my life, altar workers, point your hands over this audience. And I just want you to speak a word over them. God, in the name of Jesus, whoever it is that this word has touched, we believe that your word is everlasting. And that you're going to do a new thing in their life. You're still a miracle worker. You're still a way In the name of Jesus. Thank you all to work. In the name of Jesus. The danger of staying the same. Watch this segue. You don't even have to stay the same in the amount of offering that you give. You don't even have to be stuck in giving. I give my $20 every week. Thank you, Jesus. God might be saying, change it up now. Change it up. Go deeper now. It's offering time in the house of the Lord. So we want you to prepare your offering and your time to bring into the storehouse. I want to end with a quote, and I think I heard Pastor Dre say this, but I'm not for sure. But it's a quote by Aeneas Nen. And the day came when the risk to remain tight in a bud was more painful than the risk it took to bloom. God bless you.